Podcast. Hello and welcome to another weekly episode of the Beer Fridge Podcast. Real beer, real breweries, real opinions. As always, wherever you listen to the podcast, make sure you subscribe. Hit the ding link to be notified of all the latest episodes. Drop us a wee five-star rating. We much appreciate it. Or you can show your official support by heading to patreon.com forward slash beer fridge podcast. My name is Gavin and I've got my drinking buddies in the form of Callum and Scott. Good evening. Hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. We're going to start off as we normally do, go around the virtual table, see what we're drinking to start off the podcast. Mr Muir, you want to kick things off for us? Yes, I will. Um, and we know um, how much of a bargain hunter I am. Oh, I. Um, oh nearly, here we go. This is ne- a- nearly <laughs> as cheapskatey as uh, our good friend Hoose Rice, um, but not quite. <laughs> not quite. Um, so, yeah, um, I was in Iceland, of all places. They're... they're, they're um, food warehouse version of Iceland, so like the big, uh, huge outlet shop that's got like fifty million freezers in it, and everything for a rack of vintage lamb through aye. smiley faces. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> and incidentally, you know, people scoff at like the frozen stuff and and, and things like that, but you know, you got all the Greg stuff, all the TGI Fridays stuff, and yeah. and all that. I, I quite like it, but but anyway, um, regardless of what supermarket or shop I'm in, if it's licensed and sells beer, I will go and investigate the yes, the beer right. aisle just to see what's uh, what what's available. And this uh, this presented itself, and it's uh, from Titanic Brewery, and it's the Plum Porter. Mm-hmm. Um, of Monty's fame, so this was the uh, first sampled by me in uh, Monty's, as was on Morrison Street. Um, gone sadly to be replaced with yet another generic pish pub. Um, <laughs> but uh, but this is tremendous, and as as it suggests, it's uh, it's a plum porter. Um, it's not too bitter, um, lovely and sweet. Um, really, as you would expect, a real sort of deep fruity nose um like proper stewed stewed fruit like that sort of autumn uh, vibe. I mean I know we're <clears throat> it's probably the wrong season for it, but um it's that kind of autumnal um stewed fruit sort of vibe. It's you know, stone fruit but no really, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not the no the kind of stone fruit vibe that we normally talk about. Um and it's super smooth. Four point nine percent, so premium, but um definitely sessionable. And Coming out the bottle and it's it's kept its head really well actually and it's super smooth, a lovely colour and and for one one seventy nine I think it was for a five hundred ml bottle and it's just well you know we mentioned that the the tagline a couple of episodes ago no thinking drinking and see just see just three or four of these of an evening it would just it's just perfect and I think for for a shop like Iceland to be yeah. stocking beer of this quality is a win, definitely it really is, and uh, you know, and I went from there into home bargains to get like householdy stuff. Um, we've just moved and needing like obligatory cleaning, you know, uh, products and all that kind of stuff. And I went in, and there was a couple of new American breweries um, of of are showing their wares and uh, and home bargains as well. So it's pretty 
pretty exciting stuff. Yeah, it's standard process. Any shop that sells some form of food or beer, I'm having a swatch. 100% Indeed. swatching. Seeing what's there. Potentially laughing at what's there and going, that's fucking shite. Or going, oh, yeah, I mean, that's not bad, you know, 9, 95% or 99% of the stuff that, that gets sold is generic, macro, right. and and no very good, you know. And, I, and I'm, I'm not claiming that it's going to be stored the best and and maintained no. well enough, but I mean, what do you what do you want for one seventy nine a bottle? Like you said, five hundred bottle. For what we said a couple of podcasts ago, no thinking, drinking. That's that is sometimes required. Hundred percent. Gilroy, what you got? So I'm assuming we'll talk about Brew London. A hundred percent. Where we managed to sample many many wares from many good breweries mm-hmm. um, across the whole weekend, not just the event itself. Um, but we managed to snag, as we often do, um, when there's a backstory about um, a few a few cans on the house. Um, so we we one of the breweries that we stopped by during the event was Green Duck, who we obviously you guys had given in our preview episode from your last trip there. Had said mm-hmm. that they were one of the standouts. Um, must say they were the same again. Tried a lovely a, a few beers from them. Everyone we heard was excellent. The cans, though, that they gave us, they were talking us through the the kind of cans and the can art, which is a bit kind of off the wall. I'll leave that to you because you're the you're the can art guy. But um, Roger, this is lost in Hollywood that I'm having at the moment. It's a four point six percent West Coast Pale Ale, and West Coast Pale Ale. If you've listened to Mark and I off don't um, <laughs> on these podcasts mm. deliberately. Um, one of the things he said is that he's he's never really found a West Coast Pale that he's been pleased with, or at mm-hmm. least enamoured with enough to buy again. And yeah. I would I would throw this one at him in a, in a heartbeat. Um, it's got an incredible amount of kind of piney bitterness, citrus notes in it. Um, I would say almost equivalent to some of the West Coast IPAs I've, we've tried that have been kind of around about the 5-6% mark. I would say the the kind of resinous flavour and then the, the kind of biscuitiness that you're getting off it. I mean, even mm. just the colour. Look at the colour of it, though. It's not even amber. Like it's, a saying, brownie. it's a brownie. That's a brownie. Brown brown mm-hmm. um, it's super. It's got uh, your usual suspect for a West Coast. It's Cascade and Simcoe, which you can't really... And it, it's heavily hot. I mean, this is a... I get it. For what I see it here, I'm on a uh, hotvault.com to try and find out what it was going for if you were to pay for it. Mm-hmm. Um four seventy five a can for a four forty and it's packing a hell of a lot of hot flavour in it for that. Um I'm mm-hmm. really impressed. As we were with our beers on the day. Um it's a great can and yeah, can't knock it in any way, shape or form. And if Mark comes across one, I would challenge him challenge him to have it and have the same opinion that he's had of, of many a West Coast bill before. That's lovely. Right, there was a lot of their beat like we, we sampled a few while we were, were talking to them. Um and there was just there wasn't one that we had there that they were like, Oh, that's shite. Like every single one was like, that's really interesting, like and tasted really good. Like the blend that we had, like this mad mixed firm kind of thing with white wine, red wine, kind of blend that they did. I think it was ten percent off the top of my head. Um that thing was crazy. Um but for the whole day, it was it was a change of pace for the day. It was, I think if I remember rightly, I think we might have been in like the last hour, an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. 
and we'd obviously be going through pails and a couple of wee dark stuff, but but I was mostly going for pails and that. When I had that, I was like, "Whoa, holy shit!" Mm-hmm. And you're only got you're only getting. People always think when you go, especially this one, when you go to this one, you're, you're going to get a big, you're going to get a, a like a third, you're going to get maybe a half. You, you get a wee taster, and some places were pouring the taster glass right to the rim, which initially I was like, "Come on, fill it up!" But by the end, I was like, "Go and just put a wee bit in it." Cause, because I'm done. Um, but everything that they had was absolutely spectacular. The point where, like says Scott, we picked up, uh, they were kind enough to give us a couple of cans. One of the other cans that we had was um, one that I'm drinking right now in the form of their Pilsner, um, which is called Pacifico. Um Now, this is sitting at 4.5%. Um, this is just everything you want for a Pilsner. Clean, smooth, lovely malt bill, um, that kind of baked bread is kind of coming through. There's a, a nice little kind of orange zestiness on the nose as well. And like you said, Scott, as well, the the can art itself, we spoke to them and they explained it to me, or to us, I should say. Mm-hmm. So basically what it is, it's, there's technically two labels on this, um, which is bananas. So you've got an outer one which is kind of white, and then you've got there's a, a cutout on it, and then there's a, another label behind it with a, a graphic, a, a little design on it. Um, and actually, I didn't realise until I started mucking about with the labels, like that label behind goes all the way around the can, so it's, it is like you don't see it, but it's my first I, my first thing was fuck that's a waste of money, like you're paying for two labels, two full labels, but you didn't see the second one, but at the same time, like it's actually kind of a cool idea. Like it makes you stand out. It makes it makes you a wee bit different. And if you actually take time, like I do, nine times out of ten, to peel a can off, they can half it. It's kind of cool. Mm. Quite like the changing textures as well. Like you wouldn't right. really get that. But like you've got to lay it over. It wouldn't. The finish wouldn't be as good. But I agree. Nah. It's still a. It's a hefty price to pay on labeling. Although they were set up right next to the labeling company. Aye. Um, who were doing, they were labelling for Tiny Rebel and various other bits and pieces so if they got themselves set up with a deal there for the rest of their years worth of labelling then that would be, that'd be well worth going to the whole festival wouldn't it? Definitely, I feel that I, I, basically I'm going to attempt to get the guys on the podcast, I feel like they've went through a wee bit of a a, a kind of branding change in terms of the cans their logo's exactly the same, their logo's really good uh, Green Duck uh, Beer Co uh, if you remember, if you kind of think your way back to when we first had them, when they did a collaboration with Trinity, which was called something Rose. Was that a Rose? Anyway, it was a black IPA. So I was just about to say that. Fuck, that was the first. That was the first black IPA that we had, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. That first was the first we... black IPA that we all that we all tried because that was one that Trinity mm-hmm. sent us. And it was it was tremendous, spectacular, absolutely stunning beer. Absolutely I didn't I didn't realise that that was who that was. You're, you're miles away with Rose. Oh, was it? What was it? Well, kind of. I suppose sounding wise, you're not that far away. It's called Lost Souls. Oh, so you were going to say it was called Black Nose or something? <laughs> hazy, hazy black IPA, Lost Souls. <laughs> black Nose. <laughs> um, but I. Um, so I, I, I think they've kind of changed their can designs and stuff. Obviously, 
from then. They may have actually got, anyway, I don't know. But anyway, uh, we'll hopefully get them on the podcast because the beers were tremendous. They're very kind to um, let us take away some of the beers. Specifico is a marvellous. I fucking stupidly gave away my Westie to somebody on the train. I don't know why. See, you shouldn't be in charge of anything when you're steaming. No, well, I shouldn't be. Um, but I was. I was in charge of my own bag and I came, ah, oh, I can't even... I mean, he, he tried a donut and the boy refused, so... Oh, did I try my donut? I can't remember that. Uh, he, gave him a, he gave him a donut. A handjob. A beer, <laughs> nearly. A beer. I think I gave him a handjob before I gave him a waist <laughs> coast. <laughs> and then there was a donut in there. There wasn't, obviously, you never gave him your sausage and bean bake because it was already away. No, that was gone. That was long gone. Um, but I, we ventured um, to Brew London. Yourself, Scott, you came down with two of the other boys, Hush Rice and our friend Andrew, from who's been on the podcast once. Um, we ventured up to Brew London. It's in terms of scale, if you if you go to a craft if you've been to a festival, let's just say like um the We Are Beer event at, at Glasgow or um it just feels like it's slightly bigger. And incidentally, the one thing I want to make sure I mentioned was this year's festival was actually downsized from the last couple that I've been to. Um, so it used to take up three rooms. If you, I'm not including outside. It used to take up three big rooms and it only took up two this year. So whatever, no big deal. But the setup's awesome. I, I really enjoy Brulon and I think it's, it's such a good, fun festival. And it's nice to go around and just see breweries that, I mean, how many breweries did we have that we thought their beer was amazing, but we've never fucking heard of them? No. Just, just, uh, it was, it felt like a who's who, to a certain extent, and there was some macro guys there, but the the hits that will will come were just ones that I'd never just totally left field. Um, good few of them that, uh, that I just would never have to pick up. Even like the, the, even like the random macro that was there, like, or felt like a macro anyway. The Belgian brewery, yeah. um, they were. Like a big, just a, a kind of a Belgian blonde, and it was superb. But one of the best versions of Belgian blonde that I tasted. It was incredible. Is that? I remember the the one, the one of the first ones you got from Budvar. Yeah, oh, the, the Budvar Black Lager. I right. can't see past that. If they serve that, if they serve that on tank, at um, somewhere like the what's it called? That bit across the Waverley Station. Yeah. Uh, Bohemia. If, if they were to serve a black lager at Bohemia on tank, take up one of their tank spaces for it, I'd be there all day, every day. It was just... be able to reorder it, no problem. It was unbelievable. I mean, like, the Budvar, the, the, the setup they had was wicked, man. Like, yeah, watching the them pouring the, the, the beers properly. Properly, like... aye. With a big head. <sighs> for the side pour, the side pull tap. Um, just a different going for it, and Aye, the bottles are nice. We got a wee spin at their wheel and got to take away some goodies. So yeah, we got goodies, a couple eh? of cans of beer and a couple of signs um, that we got to take away, which was really good. Even then, I was seeing this day, Callum stopped by mine to pick someone up earlier and I was saying to him about the um, the Camden places. I mean, just Aye. throwing away merch at you all the time and, and their beer, their kind of their macro uh, taking over. and you know, Everybody's had a Camden pail in a restaurant, I think, whether by... Aye. through no through choice the majority of the time but I would hmm. say the majority of us have and their Italian Cam- Camden stuff's alright you know it's, it's, it's 
The yeah, IPA is right. quite nice. It's got it's the it's the off menu IPA. So if anybody's ever listened to the off menu podcast with Ed Gamble and James A. Carter, they we created it in partnership with them. So we got a few off menu IPAs out of them, and they were one of the the ones that Gav had mentioned was pouring full pours, but full pours in their glassware. So every and a time pint you went up there, they basically told you to ram your wee festival pour glass, <laughs> and they brought a brand new. Pint tumbler and poured you a pint, which is how many how many, pint, how many cammed and pint glasses did you come home with? Well, we tried to come what, home in, with in, a few. Aye, there was well, a few break, a few a couple, break, a couple of breakages inside the uh, backpacks. Yeah, I, I think I smashed two. Still, end up, still end up having two. Vigorous taxi entry and exit. It was just like yeah, every time you went up and think the daft thing was like, um. I just went up because I was getting a bite to eat, and I just I was like, oh, just like I'll just take the the hells, and the boys try to give me a food pint. I was like, mate, just give a half, man. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't need a food pint. It was just, that. To, it was just to, to quench the the old thirst when just you were having the food trucks and everything were amazing. Obviously, as per usual. Um, but I they had like between that setup and then even some of the industry folk, Carl, they had like uh, Kegstar had darts. But mm-hmm. it was like a really cool darts game where it was it was like bowling, so it knew who right. was throwing, and then it also did the like the dart the dartboards were hooked up to the screen, so they knew what, what, what you had scored. I and it was doing the it was doing the doubles and everything for you at the end, and you could play a few different games. So you could play like killer, you could play. Um, they were going up the way, mm-hmm. some of them, and they were playing like it was like cricket. Couple of games there, hockey. Of, uh, there was loads of different games, and then one site had a. It was like a. I can't remember what they did. It was like bar solutions or something like that. <laughs> um, in Europe or something, they were, but they had a, an air hockey set up. Uh, going Bun far had the spinners, right. where you could spin the wheel and win stuff. All right, okay. Uh, a ton see of the, see the thing is, we never even actually got round every single. Brewery or every single stand, like there were stands we missed. It's impossible, mate. It's impossible. There was a stand that was shut that I would really like to have went to, and we actually went to the in a rush. I'd I'd like to see that. Was it Hoppin Pat? Was it Hoppin Paddle? Uh, I think something like that. Um, the one with the the tools and the Thames. Yeah, well, you could make your own. You could make your own beer at the event, couldn't you? But it was right. shut for the trade session. Oh, why? But they were letting you brew your own beer while you were there, obviously, and then they take it back to the back. I think they'll send it to you. But they had their own wee set up and everything all ready to go. Um, and then we went to their uh, bottle shop or the, their brewery on the Bermondsey Beer Mile later on. But we were in that much of a mad rush for the train that it was literally taking away cans at the fridge and away. It was it was a it was a, a dash a run for that. The, the once and I will go to kind of standouts and then we'll. In fact, no. I want to know what you're drinking first, Cal, actually. Oh, right. Well, I'll have a mouthful first. Oh, sorry. Hope. No, sorry. No, carry on. Have a drink. Have a drink. I'm drinking um, a super fancy tumbler. He looks nothing like a man who's moved and now has his fanciest tumblers at the front of the cupboard. No. Indeed. <laughs> All of my glassware is accessible. Spoiled, man. Spoiled now. Uh, spoiled. One, there was, a, well, there was a couple of standouts. We'll go through a couple of them now, but Early door standout was the uh, brewery through the back. I had the the wee white van called yeah. Wee Outback Brewing Company Limited. Long name. Just but, tap yeah. screwed right into the side of the van, Cal. Ah, right, okay. 
Like and... it was a it was a Volkswagen Caddy, like a high sided Volkswagen Caddy, mm-hmm. and they just had the logo, and then the cans were the the taps were screwed right into the side wall of the van. Right, it just must be screw holes, and they just must have screwed them in individually. And that was okay. the way The beers were literally ridiculous. I had Full Nelson, which was a five point seven percent cold IPA with. Nelson, it, was, it actually said, it actually said Nelson Sovin, baby, loved it. Uh, I think you had had a renegade. Did you have a renegade, or did you not have a resurrection? Resurrection, sorry, the black IPA. Yes, the six point nine percent Cascade Dark Kavik IPA with Columbus, Amarillo, and Galaxy. That was that sounds tremendous. That was just burst tropical. Was that the one you sent us on the group? Aye, it looked kind of murky almost, but I think that's the, um, not as murky as the puddle drinker pail (laughs) that we were sent for Dublin, but um, it looked kind of murky, but it was just, honestly, it was like a bongo. Um, Just the Kavik yeast was obviously then wonders for all the hot flavours that were there. Yeah. And it just made it, it was like tropical fruit juice, but it had that. It was almost like a, the guy, the the way the, the chap that poured it explained it, it was like, he's like, it's almost like orange leaf. And it was mm. like, it was like well fired, like a well-fired kind of sourdough toast with marmalade on it. That's mm. what it tasted like. Yeah. And then, like, as it dissipated, it, it turned into a whole bunch of different tropical flavours. It was brilliant. One of the one of the standout breweries definitely for me, and it's a hundred percent one that I'm we'll get in touch with and try and get them in the podcast because the beers were just fucking ridiculous. I don't know if you you caught a glimpse of their their, their cans and their labels, even the market and stuff looked really really good. Mm-hmm. Um, so a really nice setup from from those guys. Um, they're based in. Um, I literally was like, oh, they're going to be like fucking, an Australia, New Zealand, Southbourne, near Bournemouth. I was like, you fucking it's not a million miles away at all. No, not a million miles. Aye, exactly. Which is just fucking insane. Um, I want to hear about that beer car because it looks decent. It is. It's really interesting, actually. Um, so this is a collaboration. So have, you of... of, have you ever heard of Blue Moon? Blue Moon, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, should, I, um, I should have got my uh, half orange in it. but right. uh, um, No, it's really interesting. It's Beak. Um, it's a collaboration with them and Bison Beer. Oh, nice. Um, who are, um, it's like a bar in Bournemouth, I believe, Bison Beer. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. And it's to celebrate their eighth birthday. Um, and it's called Lacey's. Uh, it's a 6% IPA. Um, unfortunately, um, their screeds and screeds of um, wackaging doesn't leave room for the exact hops that are in it. Um, so I maybe I'll have to do a little bit more research. Um, uh, Brighton, but- Brighton. They're Brighton. Bison. Oh, sorry. Did I say Bournemouth? I meant Brighton. Um, so yes, so this beer, Gav, is going to be pouring throughout May um, at the, the Bison Beer um, Beachfront Bar in Brighton. So get yourself down there and get a pint. Ding, ding. Um, so apparently I have to expect right tropical flavours of coconut, strawberry and tangerine. Along with, listen, listen for this, this is pure, this is pure beak. Oh, is it? Um, uh, yeah, yeah. So, um, tangerine, along with the gentle aroma of dewy spring mornings on the South Downs. Oh, come on. He's a so, brick. Do me a favour. I... <laughs> I mean, honestly, see, if, if if these beers weren't spectacular, I'd be taking Beak to the cleaners for this, uh, this atrocious 
um, verbal diarrhea that they're putting on their cans. Um, you know, fortunately, the beer's phenomenal, so you almost yeah. let them away with homicide. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, if this had, if this had the, the, you know, the innards of murdered children, and I, I, I could probably cope. Um, but, it, but yeah, it's it's properly fluffy and light. Um, for a six percent beer, it is ridiculously sessionable. It's not, you know, reading that sort of description of the co- coconut in particular, it's really dangerous flavour for me. Um, it can we, we used the word claggy last week. It can it can really lead to beers being proper claggy and unpleasant. Um, <clears throat> so. Um, it's one to be approached with caution, um, but in Beak's capable hands, it seems to be um, achieved brilliantly here. It's really, really light, and see, just this, this could get dangerous super quick. Six percent. <laughs> it doesn't drink like six percent. It drinks like a four percent pale. Um, I would, I would say nitpicking it lacks body for a six percent, but reading the the can and what it's about, it's it's you know it's designed to be poured on a beachfront bar and it's just it's designed and for that purpose and it's just made to be quaffed by the pint and this would just get ridiculously dangerous I think this um, but it's, it's fantastic it really is delish Sounds good mate I will be making sure that I nip down a bison and grab myself a fresh pint of that for the keg sounds fucking phenom um, I've got a funny feeling Gil you're having the same beer as me yes fucking a hundred I've visited the Blue Monkey you visited the Blue Monkey so this is a, a, another standout brewery from, from us from Brew London um, again they were kind enough to give us a, a, a couple of cans of this beer because I think we stood there for a good 10, 20 minutes just going your beer's fucking amazing uh, we, we well uh, I mean, there was a there was method to our madness for standing there. So last orders had been called maybe about ten fifteen minutes. Oh, I before. sure was. And even like although we had extended our tickets to go into the following session, they were having a bit of a turnaround period. As you get with some beer festivals, where they're saying like, "Well, you knock it to the bit where the food trucks are. That's where the people pour, and we're going to be getting some eat. Go to the Camden bar and get yourself a bite to eat or whatever, and then we'll let you back in with the public when the public session starts." You had special wristbands that you went and got. Yada, yada, yada. Obviously, we just didn't bother with any of that stuff about no porn anymore and went looking for places that we had been to before where we thought the bar staff might be amenable to porn as an extra drink before we went. And mm-hmm. uh, we stood at Blue Monkey and said, look, we loved your, your beer. We had tried the California IPA, which we'll talk about in a minute, um, previously and loved it. And we went back there and said, look, you couldn't sort us out. Um, a few sideways glances down the aisles to make sure there was nobody for the event looking and we got poured a full measure um, of that and then we were chatting away saying look we really loved it, it's hard to find a Westie that's west enough uh-huh. um, and they were basically backing uh, Sierra Nevada so it was quite a good you know that was the that was the comparison I said look Sierra Nevada's my go-to, which disappointingly didn't have torpedo but that's another mm. thing um, Agreed and we were like, look, this is this is as comparable as we'll get. We mentioned Top Out, we mentioned the Cone. Um, totally didn't give Green Duck any credit because we hadn't tried uh, Lost no. in Hollywood yet, which is great as well. Um, but the California IPA for Blue Monkey was tremendous. They're based in Nottingham. This is your usual West Coast 
uh, Hot Bills, so it's Cascade and Simcoe again, but to that mm-hmm. they've also added a couple of kind of wild cards in and Magnum and Centennial as well. Mm. So it just gives it a wee bit of an extra something or other in there. A wee bit of sweetness. It's still proper West Hops though. Probably goes against Cardinal Bitterness's Bitterness scale, but Mm -hmm. um, that's I'm not going to split his rumour that it's bloody good. You know, I Um, like though as well, right, so the fact that they've no, they're no good oh, it's a West Day, it's a Californian IPA, so if you think it's a West Day fair enough. It's it's made like it's a West Coast style beer Exactly. So it's going to have quite high bitterness there, it, but it's no whether it's no gone hell for leather saying like if you want to eat a magic tree, come and drink this. Mate, mm-hmm. what is the aroma like in that? By the way, it smells excellent. It's got a lovely, just say a lovely kind of piney resinous to it. It's only five and a half percent, so it's no kicking your the place either. You could drink a few and be neither up nor down, as we did improved. By the fact that we made it him, mm-hmm. um, it's just a brilliant beer. Like it's a, it's an excellent specimen, one of the best Westies, or that Period. kind of style of beer I've tried. Regardless, alongside the... now, and I'm, I was super pleasantly surprised by the Lost in Hollywood, which is a similar kind of style. Yeah, um, I would go with it too. They're excellent examples. Hang on, it's not even like it's potentially the the, the best like Westie style beer. We had at the festival. It's one of the better Westy style beers. Period. Like yeah, so drinkable. Um, it's, it's just easy. Like you, you don't have to think about it too much. But if you're looking for that kind of flavour, you just it's got it in spades. I genuinely thought the guys were thought we were just bombing them up. Um, no, <laughs> if we can, um, I'm going to send them a message and try and get them on the podcast because this is it's ridiculous. If you get a chance and you see Blue Monkey. Or, and you see this California IPA, literally pick it up because it's mm. it's it is so bloody good. Cans are well designed. Cone worthy. Oh, hundred percent. Aye, it's definitely within it's the cone family. Them. I would say. Um, obviously, the cone's got a, a bit more body on it. Well, it doesn't anymore because it doesn't fucking exist. No, it doesn't exist. No. So it exists, which obviously takes it above the cone. Mm. But um, cone a wee bit more body, but then again, it's got a wee bit more oomph. In terms of ABV percentage, this is something you could easily have a session on. You know what it reminded me? Um, and I know, again, that's a wee bit stronger. And we tried it when we were done at yours on the, the Thursday night. Mm. was the Tinderbox from Fell. Ah. It's in, it's in that kind of family. Um, it's, that, it's that easy to drink. Cracking beer. Um, are excellent examples. The Lost in Hollywood, the um, California IPA from Blue Monkey. And the that the fell brewed Thunderbox, I would say, are best of the West. Definitely, definitely. Um, some sort of other ones to kind of shout out that we really enjoyed. Um, and again, breweries that we've, I know me anyway, never heard of. And I mentioned it last week. It was one I was looking forward to just because of one. The name was so quirky, or a wee bit different. Was Magic Dragon Brewing, um, where we got this sample. I. But I had a cask black IPA, mm-hmm. um, which was tremendous. And you had Scott's, I can't remember. It was, I took a video of it, it was that good. The black, uh, jet black IPA, I think. Was it? I think. Um, no, it's a lie. Let me see. I have it here somewhere. Oh, is it Obsidian? 
Yeah, it's that one. Uh, yeah, Welsh, so. Welsh Stout Obsidian. Yes. What was uh, the brewery? Magic, Magic Dragon. Dragon. Oh, that's right. Aye, you was said it, that earlier. Aye. As in Puff the... Puff the... Mm-hmm. Puff the... Um, of puff fame. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and the, the black IP was 4.8%. It was cask. Which, a couple of things, um, like you don't normally, you maybe see a one or two casks if you're lucky. Uh, be the black festival. Tiger. Yes. Was the black. Was the black IPA. The black IPA. Um, but black, to, black Panther would surely have been better. Would have been a right good one, I. But to have like a cask black IPA at a beer festival. I was like, that's fucking brilliant, man. Like and it, it tasted it tasted brilliant. Like unreal. Absolutely unreal. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Um it's good to see a brewery innovating with cask. Yeah. Because you, know, you know, to 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 be I mean I suppose black IPAs are slightly behind the curve because it's that was kind of last year or the year yeah. before's craze if you like. Um but to be to be innovating, as I say, with unusual styles, um, but with craft, but with cask, I think that's interesting. And like that, I've just noticed on my picture, and I don't know why I should have had it. They had a, a beer called Doctor G. What a dick! Why the hell did I not have that? Unreal. But like the the one thing I noticed actually, a couple of breweries. There was maybe three or four. A lot of them experimenting with Nectaron as a hop. Um, Black Dragon did it. Um, there was another two that definitely did. Um, is this a new hop variety? It's New Zealand. Um, so we had the Outback. They were using it, and I think Drygate had a beer with it as well. I could be mistaken with Drygate. Right. Um, but if you remember, if you harp your mind back to when we had, oh, what was that New Zealand brewery called? The one I was Castles. Uh, Castles. Yeah, it's the one. Um, Cassells. Cassells. So I think they they were the ones that kind of kept it alive, if I remember right, if I remember the story correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's a lot of breweries that were kind of experimenting with that, which is really good to see. And it's a, a West Coast, it's a, again, I'm trying to remember this from previous podcasts, but I'm sure it's like related to Nelson. Um, so it's, it's a kind of off shoot of Nelson. So good to see breweries that are experimenting new hops, and blah, Magic Dragon were just they were unreal. That was very very good. I don't know if you remember Gil Renegade. So Renegade had a peach lager. Hmm. You let me try it. Aye. Sounds potentially dreadful. No, wasn't it? It was quite good. Wasn't dreadful? I think so. I know what your thought is, Cal. So you go peach. Peach doesn't really have a flavour. It's just a watery. It's a watery thing. But it's... unless it's like synthetic, exactly. Yes, oh, like, your, like, your, like your peach meal by yogurt or fucking. You know what? It, it reminds me of peach. Always takes me back to Robinson's Hydrus. Aye, yes. correct. That was the only last thing that you had, and you had to use. The reason why your mum hated getting it as much is because you had to use fucking quarter of a bottle for every pint. No, that's <laughs> right. Some that's right. Oh, I or just want the peach, the peach barley water again, and like you had to, like you say, you had to half empty the bottle of diluting juice, as Fraser calls it. Yeah, diluting. 
That's why that's what he calls it, Dale Lukinger. <laughs> <laughs> Before I, I finish about Renegade, um to go back to um we also had uh, it's Renegade actually, sorry. We did have the Black Guard stout, which the guy was like, You need to try this out, you need to try this stout. Um yes. I remember that. It was, it was quite pr- it was pretty charcoal burnt toasty. It was nice. Aye. It was nice. It, yeah, it was nice. It was nice. Um, and their, pe- their, their peach lager was 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 actually really nice as well. To be fair, I, I've looked them up. By the way, their their brewing their setup. By the way, is fucking massive. It's a huge, eh? Like it is humongous. Their oh, setup. The place that the place that lets you pour pour or brew your own beer there, um, that we went to in Bermondsey is called Mash Paddle. That's it. Mash Paddle. Bingo, bingo. But their place is massive. Talking about that, so after we'd we done the festival, um cracking set up, like I said, it's, it's one of my favourite ones. Um, Some of the worst shirts ever at uh, Jiddler's Tipple. Jiddler's t- yes. They were like it was it was like a stand Carl F shite shirts brewed beer. Oh proper oh, you know how you know how how Strice likes his Aztec motherfucker shirts? Yes. Fucking all of them. Aztec floral beefs. Unbelievable. Every shades. single version of Aztec motherfucker right, shop. Shades, colours, creeds, the whole works. Everyone was there. Didn't even try their beer, mind you, but... Um, no. It was, you were blinded every time you wanted Well, burn. you got close enough, I got burnt. Uh, before you move on to Bermondsey, a couple of weird shout-outs. Oh, yes, Not go for it. Not necessarily, just call-outs. Uh, great call-out. Hacht Brewery were the Belgian brewery. Yes. The, uh, Belgian Blonde. They were lovely. They have yeah. a spit bucket next to their uh, <laughs> next to their bar for you for all the customers. Welcome to Ha. Ah. <laughs> they also had they had a random like it was like two brands within one. It was like eight or eight something or other was like their craft brand. They had just bottles and stuff off, but the hack to the their uh, Belgian blonde was good. Uh, Blast for the past Hofmeister were there. Right. Uh, oh, right-ish-ish-ish-ish-ish-ish-ish-ish-ish-ish-ish-ish-ish-ish-ish-ish-ish-ish-ish-ish-ish-ish-ish-ish-ish-ish-ish-ish-ish-ish-ish-ish-ish
everything you everything you hope Blue Moon could be, but isn't he? As in um, Sig Clements, it was lovely. I would have that in a heartbeat. Um, now that I see the names, and then was there any? I'm just having a wee look through to make sure I didn't miss anybody before we go. I'm just having uh, a wee gander as well. Flowerhorn had an absolutely massive version of that big <laughs> alien thing. Good laugh. Uh, I've had, I've seen their beers the last couple of years, and um, it's aye, neither here nor there. To be fair, their, their merch and stuff and their marketing really good. The beer needs to come up to that standard. If I'm being oh, honest, uh, Big Hug got quite a good aye. If if they memory did. serves, did, they uh, did. Big Hug Brown. It was, their beer was excellent. Again, kind of, they had a beer there that supports a homelessness charity. Yes. Um, which was quite a good cause, and the guy was talking to us about that for a good while. Uh, in fact, they're based in Brighton. But, uh, yes, they are. Really Another good. beer based in Brighton. What of them? Can you tell there's a theme? There's a theme. <laughs> kind of where Gav Stey's beer being quite good. Uh, you know that he drops that in every 10 seconds, just in case you forgot. Um, but yes, so from there. Third world problems. Uh, aye, from there, so, I mean, like Scott mentioned, we, we had the chance. Not a chance, we did trade up our ticket to stay until the evening session, but I quickly realised we were 20 minutes away from Bermondsey Beer Mile, like the place you want to go to drink beer in the UK, like it's very famous. 20 minutes? Is that is that 2 minutes on an Uber and then 18 minutes on foot? Aye. Or... Oh <laughs> aye, well the, the, the bit of that story is I made fuck up and booked the Uber fucking 10 minutes away, didn't I? Um, well, he booked, could... what he did was book a because I knew about the South Bermondsey train station. Aye, right. not realising that it was still a ten minute not walk. Realising that it was still a ten minute walk, but we made the walk anyway because we needed our steps. We so needed we the steps, steps in. in. We went and... straight to the Colonel, the Mecca. Uh, we worshipped at the at the the. Um... Did you take your shoes off before you went in? Oh, oh I would have nearly. <laughs> I, I would have one hundred percent. If somebody asked me, I'd be like, I ain't no worries. Like, I, I, me, two, me, two the Scott best up, years of the weekend, maybe the year, maybe, maybe the decade. Like, um, <laughs> maybe the decade. <laughs> the daft thing is, like, obviously, me and Scott are stupidly excited about this. Other two, clueless. And like, we, we, the idea of what the kernel was. Thought, thought we were going to KFC for a bit. Thought we were picking up dugs. Um, <laughs> but it's the, the place was just. Absolutely incredible. Everything you expected the kernel to be very um, undertone, just no being blase, like no fucking shouting out. Just ex- straight to the point. Nice, simple. Very understated. Good music. And it's just. Sorry, sorry, was there. <laughs> um, just and very, it... very easy going and relaxed and simple. Aye. And um... no two hipster. No, I wasn't too hipster Hipster at all, to be fair. Hipster enough, but laid back and no, just is what it is, and you got welcomed in. Just, aye, everybody was quiet as well. Why why did we not have the table beer off keg, man? Just because there was too many. I know we were in a wee bit of a rush, but fuck, we missed up. We were chasing ABV. We missed that big thing. And somebody reminded us that we could buy pints there, so we just bought pints. Right, so I end up, I end up buying. I got a just a pale ale which had HBC four three one and HBC six three eight in it. Um, they print, they printers. 
may as well be to be fair. And that was just honestly fucking I sat down and just nearly had a, a beer gasm. For lack of a better phrase. Mm. Just drinking kernel beer fresh at the fresh at the fresh as kernel you've had in your puff. And it just tasted so <clears> fucking <throat> good. I don't know why why did oh we shouldn't have had pints. We should have just had like a third. Would have got through maybe three beers at least. But it's it's really what happens, mate. Time makes fools of you. It certainly does. Um, but aye, like it's a very understated place. It's it's everything that you expect from Kernel. No too flashy. No nonsense. No nonsense. We do beer. It's fucking good. Deal with it. And it's it is fucking good. Place is awesome. Um, which we then end up venturing to a second place. Which <laughs> I had a dry stout. Oh, did you have the dry stout? Yes, and an extra dry stout. I couldn't remember what you had. 4.7%. And by Such the way, a good concept. Such a good concept, the dry stout. Like we had, I had, I had, so good. I had one of the dry stouts in my kernel box. Um, and yeah, it's, it's definitely a, a, a style. I've never seen, I've never seen it, certainly never seen it labelled a dry stout from anyone else. No. Um, and it's really interesting. It's like a, like a hoppy stout. Aye, and this the Simcoe in it was just it was so Morris like it would it could have been and it was about maybe eighteen degrees outside, I think mm-hmm. by that point because the sun had come out after us being involved in a monsoon oh. in oh. the morning, um, just as we were walking to the beer Aye. festival, we basically swam there mm. at Canada Water, and um, but it was about eighteen degrees by then, and just uh you could have drank it all day. Um, and that's why I needed. I was like, I'm definitely getting a pint yet because mm, so the of this... the three thirty mil bottles lies. It's telling you, it's Aye. just a, it's just a taster. The, the pint yet was just exquisite, and it wouldn't have been no problem. That wee picture just sent in the group is the picture outside um, the kernel where they've got seats in that. But, um, you've got a, a, an, an absolute racking view of the shard, um, which is just like. <sighs> Unreal. The place is ridiculous. The beer's ridiculous. The view outside, I, you're up the side of a fucking railway track, but you, you look to one side and you've got the fucking one of the biggest buildings in, in London. Aye, in and the, 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 the train's rolling out of your head. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> like, wow. you're, we walked in, it's like, like, fucking Christ. We then eventually went further up. I can't remember the name of the place. The kind of tap room where the guy. Well, he, he, he fucking he could take the shine off. He thought he was doing a good thing by recommending us some beers because obviously he's seen the podcast jumper and thought, well, "Here we go, I'll have a good, I'll have a good go at these guys and give them something extra special." Which he was, he was well within his rights to do. Well, he was because he, he we tried took to him give up us on his offers. Of he tried stuff. to give us um, some beers from Tampa, Tampa Bay, Florida, um, from a brewery called Hidden Springs. So I believe I had the... I think I've had Hidden Springs before. Uh, I think I had... Oh, I can't fucking remember. Where's the other... Where's the dark one? I might have... I might have had Woven Water, which was a... No, I never had that. <laughs> you definitely had, Scott. Um, you had... Fucking crude oil. A... But a, bar- a barrel aged stout with coconut, chocolate, and vanilla at 12- 12%. Fuck, Christ, oh, no wonder that was, that was fucking lethal. 
It was hefty. That was some serious. Honestly, Cam, this was like this was a solid. Aye. Aye. It was thicker than comes, thicker with, comes than, with knife and fork. Aye, it was thicker aye. than a McDonald's milkshake. <laughs> See the daft thing was just when I was looking for, so I was like, "Oh, I'll have a a dark beer because I'm the dark beer guy." When we're at Colonel yeah. Nadia, so I'll have a dry stout. Whenever else am I going to get to try it? It's got some in it. I'll have a pint of it because that's what you drink dry stouts yeah. in this pint. So I'll have Indeed. that. Indeed. And I got there. I was thinking, look, I'll have a lovely wee pale or a, maybe even an IPA here, maybe a double if there's ah, something. Well, you probably you'd went off to the late. toilet and then I went to the, 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 the loo and I came back and got soil. Right. <laughs> compost, got, compost, yeah. imperial stout, and got, like a mud. Missi- I got a Mississippi mud pie for Flor- Tampa Bay, Florida. The worst um, thing was I made a, a fucking terrible mistake to the point where I ended up drinking somebody else's beer because it was that bad, bad a mistake. Drop projects, shifty, shifty was there. Mm. Which, yes, uh, and that's what we want. That's what ended up everybody wanted, and that was aye. the best pick of the bunch. That was the only best one pick. Gav made. The best pick. Um, Andrew Fisher of this church enjoyed that one. Um, <laughs> well, he enjoyed, well, he enjoyed two half thirds of it. Right. And then we had the rest because we needed something to wash away the. <laughs> I just didn't realize it was the better beer. Right, to wash away the compost. Exactly, 100%. Hot and soil that I just had. Um, and then we went, we made a mad dash with 15 minutes to spare before we then had to. Get going for the train to the the paddle, and picked up some stuff for the fridge. We picked up a couple of Howland hops, which we didn't mention, which was a sneaky add-on. So Howland hops were they pouring at Brew London? No, Kegstar were, were, and Kegstar yes. snuck in a wee Howland hops dipper ah. into their into their thing right next to where we were playing darts. And uh, what a beer! What a beer! By the way. Like, such a good the, brewery, man. That's the, the underlying beer of the festival. Um, Whose Rice has got a picture of the tap, I think. He took a picture of it. It may be. So we'll find it and send on the name in case. It was the thing that they were just... Hands, but it was beautiful. It was the fact we're that we were just... A beer that was close because we were coming, Aye. we were playing. So it was like, we need a beer that's got nay, it's got nay Q, and the two bars around about us were um, Budvar and Camden. So we're like, what are you going looking for a real beer? And then we seen that Kegstar had stuff pouring. Which was literally behind us. Right. And then Kat, uh, Gav ended up in an in-depth discussion about what kind of kegs uh, he fancied. Fuck, which, man. Which was two kgs when he was trying to play darts, so that was a good laugh. <laughs> um, we, made it to the, we made it to the beer shop, picked up a couple of cans for the train, and then made it back. The rest of that evening, we'll not talk anywhere about. And no. then we went to... Uh, Gav took us on a few... Um, on the, the Saturday we went to a few of Gav's favourite local um, establishments weekend establishments that he likes to drop by over a weekend and they did not disappoint so to, we think we're well served here in Edinburgh Cal, with the like say I've heard that, I've heard that uh, Eastbourne's good on the brothel front <laughs> <laughs> not even not even just, but we, so, so good there's a nightclub that doesn't exist Called Amio. Uh, Amio, aye. <laughs> doesn't exist. You can search for Amio as much as you like in Eastbourne. It doesn't exist. It's not there. You'll find it. Um, You'll find it. But we were there. Or one of us was there. Um, Somebody was there. Somebody was there. <laughs> um, uh, aye. So I'll just leave the rest of the Friday. I think it's... I think... I think the, um, aye. I, I think... I, I always feel very 
lucky in terms of beer wise what is close by um like we like say you said, close by like everything for, everything for where Gavin stays is about 20 minutes <laughs> all right, well, gun, gun, everyone's about 10. Well, it feels like 20 minutes. All right, gun was a 10 minute, gun's a 10 minute, 10 minute drive. drive, uh, which is excellent, we, by the way. Oh, like a finalist at the SEBA Awards for uh, best independent tap room, and you could see why it was, it was lovely. Um, the, the food truck they had outside was great, the space they had was great. Again, like uh, Baladin when I was in Italy, Cal, every mm. single table was booked. Right. Yeah, about mid afternoon onwards for like four, right. all the tables were booked right through okay. into the evening. Every single table had a reserved sign on it mm-hmm. for that. At some point, staff were excellent. It just, uh, it just a, such a great space. It was bucketing the rain at that stage, so we didn't get the experience in and outside. But it was lovely just to sit in and watch the rain, like watch and listen to the rain. I think was the, the, the one pint. thing about that place I've, I've not done yet and I'd love to do it is, is sit in there because the, um, the windows view into the actual brew house itself. Yeah, I'd love to just sit in there drinking a beer and just watching them brew it because you can watch, you see all the tanks and stuff and which is really cool. Um, and then if you if you go kind of 10, 15 minutes further down the road, you've obviously got the likes of, of Beak, um, sampling Beak straight out of the keg. Straight from the source. I mean, does beat get any better than that? Oh, it was just, it was unbelievable. Pints for six quid a pint for beat. It was just, I mean, they right. could definitely charge more than that. I mean, see, if I was heading to the southeast, like, I'd be expecting, I'd be expecting six, north of six pound a pint. A, a Saison, Callum, here's, here's Saison, ABL, Saison. Eight point two percent, seven pound for a pint. But I, and 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 who would who would buy a pint <laughs> saison? Do you know what I mean? Somebody a big saisoner. Be half a half pint at the very most. Seven percent seven percent IPA. Seven fifty a pint. I just I mean I think that. See even the tip even the tipper was only twelve quid for a pint. Aye. If you wanted for a pint for <laughs> if, if you wanted to go home on an ambulance, Aye. you know. And I'm 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 guessing that's four that's four pound a third. Aye, just the, the tap room was incredible. Um, lovely outside seating, but again another food truck. This one, fortunately or unfortunately, was uh, plant based, but it was plant based Mexican. So see if you were going into, see if you were going into, like say Brighton or Bournemouth, or you know maybe Anybody a bit fur- maybe a bit further afield like Southampton or. You know, somewhere like that into a city centre pub, you'd be paying five, six pound, north of six pound for a pint of anything. Yeah. And I think that's and why we, they're, they're doing what they're doing. I think you that's know, why they're pricing it like that because you can go to, to you can go to Lewis and go to Beak and get fucking phenomenal beer for reasonable. But I mean, and it's obviously they're able to price it at that because it's no travelling anywhere. It's it's going straight out the tank into your into your glass. You know, there's no packaging it, there's no labelling it, no, you know, you know, I, I'd like to think if I went to Heineken's brewery, I'd be like mm. a pint of Heineken for 36 pence, because that's obviously, <laughs> that's obviously what it would cost them to brew that shit, but it's just, it's the a daft thing is The daft thing is as well, like Lewis, it's, we never even went, but there's another brewery that we never went to, Scott, and it's Abyss. Abyss. Uh, See the other side of the tunnel from, uh, um, from Beak. Abyss is right there. Oh, the, that, 
the the the, the top gear tunnel. Top gear tunnel. Aye. We were trying to get <laughs> we were trying to get a tunnel run on the way. It was like a big. You're basically driving through like a cliff, right. basically. The, uh, opening, the, opening the windies in the C-Max trying to get them. No, <laughs> well, but, we were in the Beamer, but it was a, a Beamer. It was a BMW hybrid. hybrid so it, was, anything, it was just going... It was just, just going... <laughs> basically opened the windies and did... <laughs> 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 Wait, the car sounds sound that on your phone. Aye, aye, pretty much. They definitely did. The thing is, at that point, we were dying for some grub. And, but I like... Abyss is there and they've got their the brewery tap room is fucking amazing as well. So like you you've got two brilliant fucking breweries walking distance apart. You've also got a, a house from fucking what is it called again? Grand Designs. Grand Designs. Well, past the Grand Designs house. Oh, and did, drove did you by get a picture? Send a picture. Lords. Lords, but just outside the gate. Bye. Bye. But to go back to your I'm obviously my my views on veganism and vegetarianism are are probably well pretty documented. well do, pretty well documented on this yeah. podcast, but but I think uh, plant based Mexican would definitely be a shout like well, we guacamole, 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 guacamole and tortilla chips. It might make toilet and more interested in the, the well, fall and morning, yeah. you know, or those but, refried beans. They'd probably get re- they'd probably get refried out of the toilet in the morning, but yeah, I, I, um, yeah, I, 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 I would be, I'd that. be up for a wee uh, plant based Mexican burrito, like. It was good. They had live music on. Um, guys oh. were set up inside, so they weren't too loud. So we got to listen to them. Um, they did one song. Movie. They did one song, and it was like <laughs> we were convinced it was Paolo Nottini, pencil full of lead. I think it was. So we're all mm-hmm. <laughs> we're all sitting there. Oh, was it pencil uh, full of lead? We were singing different lyrics to basically sang a folk song. And the guy was basically and it was different. It was a different totally different song. But the guy yeah. had like a he had a mouth organ, he had a kazoo, he had various different bits and pieces. Oh, nice. So we listened to them. And then we were also playing the legendary game that is what is it, Uno is it Uno Switch? Well we'll play it well Uno, well it was Uno is it Switch? It's either Switch or Twist, it's got I can't remember. We were playing Uno basically. But we then added in Gavin's rules, which is basically to stop folk messing about. And the yeah. Baxter rules to, to Uno, which is if you mess about, you have to take an additional card. So things like if you forget whose turn it is, if you forget that it's your turn, if you forget what way it's gone, if you have to ask a question about whose turn it is or where it's gone, you draw an yeah. additional card, all that kind of stuff. So by the end of it, we were de- being defeated more so by the rules about paying attention. Obviously, you add alcohol to people having conversations and trying to chat to one another. Um, Indeed. Because obviously, Gavin's partner was out with us and, and we were trying to talk and catch up and various other things. And then we were getting absolutely berated by the games master about no having, having done something we should have done. Or, um, she was just something like she never was. Yeah. Until the last game. A, it took her a hell of a lot longer than it normally does, I assume, to win a game. Aye. Um, and we won a fair few. So. Yeah, we picked up on the rules pretty quick. But uh, it was good, and then we went for a nice bite to eat. Um, huh? For probably the, like a place that probably had a bigger menu than anywhere <laughs> I've ever seen. But the food was actually all right. Hmm. Aye, just a huge a huge amount, such a variance in cuisines. Everything for like Sri Lankan cuisine, which Gavin, huh? <laughs> have you had, to tapas, where the, the two Egypts either side of me at the table had Went for instead of your usual pub grub, went for things like uh, spicy beef quesadillas, 
Patatas Bravas? Nein. Wir waren hier bei Sandy Hilly und Patatas Bravas. Wir hatten Salt and Chili Squid each. We really? also had what other thing? What other random? Oh, it was random as fuck. Some other nonsense. And then we had a couple of portions of sweet potato fries. I'm surprised, I'm surprised the... Oh, um, sweet potato fries. The, see, see last week's podcast, going die in a fire with your, with your fucking sweet potato fries. I just, that was mainly for that reason that we got them. Um, just to piss you off. Um, do you remember, so the, do you remember the parmesan chips, whatever they were from... Oh, from... there was a... Oh, it was a the place at Gun um, gave us some... It was supposed to be Parmesan fries, right? So they obviously didn't have anything else on them. Parmesan, famously quite a salty kind of cheese. Mm. But it was like somebody had held the chips up against the wall and threatened them with Parmesan. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. Walked walked past the kitchen with a, a, a sealed packet of Parmesan. 100%. <laughs> no, even it was like it was the, the Parmesan was in a taxi five mile away. And <laughs> they said it had Parmesan on it, so... That we all got, we all got the conned by the parmesan fries. Oh, heavy conned. But the burger was excellent. Oh, burger was tremendous. The the, the parmesan fries was a waste of time. We I don't past, know. Uh, see the thing. See... Past Harvey's Brewery as well for you, Cal. Oh, oh right. Some, a few photos of that. Harvey's. Harvey's. Aye. Should that ring a bell? Proper well, traditional. It's, nonsense, it's, it's proper nonsense, nonsense bitter. So. Oh, right, Who okay. incidentally still um, in Lewis. Mm-hmm. They deliver Nonsense the beers. Brewery that Disney, um, they, aye, they do you not know, deliver it with a dray. Aye, they do it with a horse, horse and carriage. Aye, uh, they do oh, it a nice, nice. traditional way. Proper dreaming. Horse mm-hmm. and cart around the old villa, uh, town villa, or where the fuck is, um, of Lewis. Harvey's, to... Harvey's Bitter. That's mm-hmm. the bell haven of Gav's area. It's clearly not going to be a patch on Bell Haven's best. Well, they didn't get. I mean, it travels about as well, I think, because you hardly ever get it anywhere else. Right. Uh, it's, it's, I suppose it's, it's like I suppose it's like Boddington on Boddington's on draft in Manchester. They do a decent blonde. That's about it. But aye, there was a few different places, and Lewis seemed like quite a kind of quaint place to go wander about, and loads of antique shops, hundreds of money lying about everywhere. So. Fucking hundreds of money, hundreds of money. Places fucking loaded, man. Beats lined with tenors. Aye, heavy. Yeah, heavy. which is why when we found somewhere at six pound fifty a pint, we were doing backflips, especially with beer as good as Beaks. No, just different class pints. I mean, we had somebody in Gav's partner who doesn't really drink, doesn't really drink beer. Never mind pints of beer was necking uh, pints of parade like it was going out of fashion. Right. Um, just going in so easy at six percent. Just I knew easy. you made the good that, choice, Gav. Oh, hundred percent. Like, <laughs> it's, it's, see, honestly, like, I know. I think, I think we've all had parade at a can. I'm like, oh, it's good. Just banging house. Just... That to be their house IPA. It's just ridiculous. Like, you would go into a bottle. You would go into a bottle shop, and and you would be hard pushed to say that wasn't the best can in the shop. Okay. Mm. Amongst amongst a few, obviously. Mm. But you I've would, got a can down the end. stairs as well. Can't that that, that was the, the that was the that was one of the cans I got doubled. On from a beat, oh, that's, and that's oh, why because obviously they're making so many of them. That's mm. that's the house. So, mm. um, but Facebook um, fuck yourselves. Uh, there's a reason. There's a reason why it's they're brewing it all the time, and that's why it's their house is because it's just so easy. Mm. And between that and I had another, I had two third two thirds of a beer called Seb, which is just based on a guy that works there. 
Right, okay. Named after a guy that works there. Just Seb, we thought we would brew this for you because it's quite good. Is the that's you the know, packaging next to the? Do you know find though as well? Like, do you remember on on the menu and that like the packaging on the menu is just a bit severe. Oh, it's severe, but it's severe on the cans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. I mean, the packaging for Seb is right here. This is the last thing I'll mention about the week. Hi, Seb. We thought you'd just we'd surprise you with this beer, a juicy pillowy soft tribute to all your hard work delivering, serving and shouting about Beak. Thank you from us all. Your unrivaled combination of warmth, passion and gusto. We salute you. Oh, that's cool. It's nice. <clears throat> it's that's a good cool. shout. I mean, I would love to, I'll one employee of the month if they'll make a beer after me. Oh, that'd be, mm. a good, that'd be a good idea, wouldn't it? To be fair, mate, if any of us work on Beak... And the punters come in, it would just be like, as usual. <laughs> There's none left. Oh, nah. so before, before, before nah, we get rid of you, we've made, you, we've made a barrel sized barrel aged. <laughs> See, the thing they was, I was... The, they did have all the barrel aging project in there as oh, well. Oh, they did, didn't they? Uh, a couple of seasons, weren't they? They've been in there yes. for, since February last year. 2021 stuff. <clears throat> near to, okay. uh, 2022, 2021. Beak is one of those breweries. It's like, it's like when you. Maybe not so much now, but maybe like a couple of years ago, when you would get an overtone stout, you know, it's like they're not really known for those types of beers. Yeah, they're wonderful. Um, but we 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 all had the Beak Box. It would have been what it would have been December. last year. You know, December. That would have been December twenty twenty one. Would have been uh, when we I... all had the Beak Box, and and they had it was the HB Porter, and it That's was amazing. fantastic, man. It was yeah, such but... a good beer. And it's just, and that's that's it. You know, they're no one trick ponies. You know, they're not one trick ponies whatsoever. Definitely, no. no but def- if you were to, if you were to see IPA next to any other name, you would just get it. You wouldn't even look at the name. You wouldn't Aye. look at what was in it. You wouldn't look at anything. Yep. It was an IPA. Do you think it's daft? Six and a half, six six and a half, seven percent. You just see, give me that. Do you think mm-hmm. it's daft? It's not so much daft, but the space that they use isn't massive. It's no, uh, it's no big. Like just see, efficient. Aye, and like. The, um, when the tap room's open, they push the cannon line gets pushed back, and other bits of equipment get pushed back, so they they can they serve the stuff and make and make more space. So it's not like it's a a big fucking a unit. They're just like you said, very they're very very efficient, and they make fucking good beer. Fucking good. I mean, the beer. place is obviously stout every weekend, or at least busy enough, and it was busy enough when we were there. Oh, that, that was that was, was the quietest I've seen it. Right, and I thought it was it was. I was saying to you, Gav, it's absolutely insane. The amount of folk in there with their reins, we like nothing else bar like a board game or a card right. game or something like that. Oh. Sitting playing daft games with their reins and having like four or five pints and then buggering off somewhere. Mm-hmm. Somebody coming to pick them up or booking a taxi or whatever it was. Just like the rain drive. One person no drinking, whatever it may be. <laughs> like, can you honestly imagine saying to somebody in Scotland, come on, I'll take you to the... Come on, I'll take you and the reins to... Uh, X, Y, and Z brewery for, the, uh, for a Sunday afternoon or a Saturday afternoon. No. You get laughed at. That's what we did if you can just go and find tap rooms. It's great. And there's hundreds of them. There's fucking all. I mean, Are the you fucking... is teaming with cyclists, and it's not uh, because folk like cycling. It's a hundred percent so they can take illegal, them somewhere and leave it. Don't get charge of a bicycle. No, you're sober when you go. You're just not as worried about it when you leave it locked up. Right. Exactly. Like you drove by when you was coming in, you get you guys drove by missing link, like and that was mm-hmm. that's like yeah, half an hour. Another another one up a firm road that you would drive by if you right. can it was there. 
exactly. Unfortunately, he's never had the time to hit missing link. No, we never. No. By the time we got there, it mm. was uh, and on the Saturday. There was that thing called the coronation, and there was another thing called Fisher's cars fuck. I should have sort of that, but I mean, mm. it would have been like also. Amio was kicking a bit at that stage for a bit. We were, it we was were a bit more a relax. It was more a relaxed beginning on the Saturday than we had perhaps definitely. anticipated. Um, change the pace and change the subject from our, our excellent weekend from excellent beers. Still talking about excellent beers. Um, our bruisers selections have have been locked in. Yes, Aye, but I don't know they? what I can get. Thank you. Um, I'm definitely on a mystery box again. Are you in a mystery. Out. I don't know. I'm no, I'm, I'm, no, I'm, 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 I'm quite apprehensive. Oh, me, you, me, both, me. I'm fifty-fifty. I think I felt like I should have switched because uh, I've, I've picked Attic. Nothing. I know their beers are going to be decent, but I've seen somebody's Highland Hops box on the fucking Facebook, and it looks really good. And there's a couple other boxes that look really good. In fact, there's another. There's a new brewery called Chapter. I think they're called, and that box looks fucking good as well. I'm like, fuck. Mm. I fucked up. I feel like I fucked up. Ooh. Oh, he's no, he's no a mystery. I am a mystery, but I've been oh. randomed into an excellent box. Which is? Pentrich Mix Case. Oh. <laughs> Thanks for coming. Excellent. Six box. cans, guaranteed ought to be 10% and above. Fuck. What you got, Cal? Uh, overtone. Oh, no, I think you'll be safe. Overtone this month. Uh, the reason why I think you're safe is because... I just didn't want any stouts. I just didn't want any stouts this month. You may get one. Um, I'm pretty sure... Oh, there's a couple of options with overtone. I think there was like the... What one you got, the big boy the show? No, the showcase box. Oh, I think you're safe for that. I think, you get, I think you're getting 10 cans. Or eight. I think it's eight. I think it's eight cans. So. I said ten. I realised that was really wrong. I think I'm, I'm hoping for at least one double, just just to balance things oh, out. You're but, easy. But I just easy. felt. I, I remember. I got the email to say your order's been confirmed, and I went on. And I was like, oh. I remember the, the night when it was a couple of weeks ago in the podcast, and hmm. I went on, and I thought, okay, I've not had I've not had any overtone for a long time. And friend of pod James, um. Always, he's he's been frequenting the Caledonian craft beer merchant, and yeah. every every week I get a, you know a picture of his wares for the weekend, and and more often than not, there's a there's an overtone one in there, and I think it's kind of overtones kind of fell by the wayside as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, from my own personal perspective, it's yeah, like yeah. what well, it's a brewery that I, I don't drink a lot of very often, um, and I, I thought well, I'll I'll just order. I'll order the box this month and try and fall back in love with Overtone. So fingers crossed, it's a uh, it's a good gamble. But oh, fingers crossed, mate. He went. Um, <coughs> James himself, like you said, friend of pods, um, Patreon member. He's got his picked himself up an Arbor box. Good lad. Yep. Uh, off the back of the podcast, he sent a a couple of pictures, probably the same ones he sent to you. Um, he had a wasted degrees West Coast IPA. Mm-hmm. He had a. A stone IPA as well, and you had the Southern Hemisphere from Overtone, Overtone. which I think the Southern Hemisphere, you can't really go wrong with that Southern Hemisphere, I think it's, it's a decent beer. Apparently, they were away, um, was it last weekend, or was it, whatever weekend it was, I moved, mm. 
they were all away. Aye, they were all away in the caravan. Um, my in-laws and James was there as well. Apparently, um, the podcast and me were getting uh, getting pelters um, from mid from James's wife <laughs> for, the, <laughs> for the amount of money for the amount of money that's getting spent on craft beer, and then uh, and then obviously Whoops. the bo- the, the bombshell that he had signed up for Bruiser as well. Um, so. Oh, should we should we not said that? Fuck it, man. <laughs> cost, cost of living, be damned. The, the 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 daft thing is like it's not even daft thing. Like, um, I I genuinely feel like Bruiser just is is worth the money, regardless of what brew you get. You might get some decent beers. You might get a couple of beers that you think are shite. Like I had a box last month, the or two months ago, and I was like. Eh. It's, it was a bit, it wasn't great, but for what I've paid for it, it's better than the shit I'll get in the supermarket, better than shit, better than fucking macro shit, so mm. Mm, I'll take it. I'll deal with it. I drank it. In fact, it was fierce and noble. I've just glanced down to my left and I've just seen a straight up stout from fierce and noble. That was when I, I was tremendously disappointed with that box, but I, I drank 85% of the box. Mm-hmm. No going to complain. Anything else you want to mention, boys? Because I've well, I've had nothing written down all night. This has been this is the first night in a long time I've not written down anything. Uh, it's been on the uh... just went free willy. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Well, if there's nothing else to mention, gentlemen, I will round this up. Let's call it at that. Definitely, it was an excellent weekend. Thanks very much again for curating some super spots to go and have great beer. Oh, mate. Like I mentioned to you, just to have you boys doing. We're going to need to organise another trip. Um, well, we need to. At the end of the summer. The end of the summer. We should definitely After try and meet in the middle somewhere. Mm. Um, like you were saying, so, you'd suggested, oh. Gav, I think Manchester's got some pretty good beer spots. I think Manchester's a good shot, or Leeds or. Somewhere some, like that. Somewhere mm. that's kind of half roads. Sheffield. I feel like uh, mm. I, I can see it written in the stars that we're going to be like ships that pass in the night in the summertime, Gav. I think you're going to come north in July just when we're going away on holiday again. So um, it'd be good to wire in some time wheels all together. No, definitely. It's, it's always good fun when we all get together and have a, a booze up. Um, it's always good fun. Thinking about booking, I don't know, book a house somewhere. Use it but that's why. That's why, like, mm. um, I know I sent over, it was a bit ridiculous, a bit lavish. The fucking... You can, a luxury yacht. <laughs> hire a luxury yacht for, yacht for two nights in Manchester. I was like, sorry, luxury yacht, Manchester. And to be fair, mate, you're turning up and that's a narrow boat. Like, that's a, that's yeah, a proper canal barge. Oh, we did see Rosie and Jim and Lewis. Oh, mm. did I? We did. We all dropped along in the old rag doll. I need to get the pictures of Andrew of <laughs> his new fetish of getting close-ups of his race. <laughs> get uh, them there, was a few, there was a gallery. I've got a wee video of him as well, giving it some of the, <laughs> um, the, the wee street that we walked through in Lewis. Um, it was very quaint and he was getting <laughs> big lips about how quaint it was. How are you getting those videos? We took a group picture and Andrew decided it would be a good idea today. Zoom it normal 
and then zoom all the way in. But every time he zoomed in, regardless of where he was in the picture, whose race was front and centre. Front and centre. Mm-hmm. Yeah, zoomed right in on him. Too funny. Too funny. Too funny. Good fun. Um, the next place I will be at, personally, is going to be um, the Friends... I think it's Friends and Family Festival, or it's just Friends Festival, with Drop Project at their Mitchum Tap Room. Um, basically, because it's kind of short notice-ish, um, none of the guys are coming south, which is absolutely fine. Don't blame them, to be fair. Um, so oh, if just you fucking been. Well, exactly. Exactly. So if you're interested in joining myself at uh, Drop Projects Festival, give us a shout on Instagram. I may be, or I'm going to be, in the need of a co-host for the afternoon slash all fucking day of free excellent beer. So if you're interested, give us a shout. Drop Project again? Mitchum, Crystal Palace. London. Okay. That's you can't. <laughs> South London. Can I... South London, you can't. You can't. Uh, is, so that, you're interested... is that closer to you than where we were at, over the weekend? Closer to me than what? Canada Water. Aye. <laughs> Thought it would be. That's, that's well closer. Aye. And it's not too see the shard for you. Oh, and they see... No. <laughs> you can see a shard, but you can't see a shard. Good. Definitely. Um, so if you're interested in that, give us a shout. Um... Good to hear from people who are going there, and like I said, we may be on. Look, it's not maybe, hundred percent probably going to look, but going to be looking for a wee course for the weekend or the day, I should say, on a Saturday, the fifth of June, I believe it is off the top of my head. So no, send us a wee. Third, was it no? Oh, was it the third? Oh, it was the third, know. which is a Friday. No, it's Saturday. Saturday, Saturday, third of June, twelfth or ten. Saturday, third of June. Thank you guys. Thank you guys. Sorry, Thanks. sorry, 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 sorry. No, no, no. You're quite all right. You had the date right, day wrong. I had. Everton wrong. So give us a shout for that. 12-4, Give us a shout. Uh, wherever you listen to podcasts, subscribe, ding like a ling Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash fridge podcast. Thumbs up. Like, follow, share. Love you. Bye. Toodles.